0: It's Tuesday, the 8th of March, and it's time to get your grin on with the Grincast here to discuss world gaming from the past week. I'm your host Ace, and joining me are goes Hi. And Prince. Hello! Got some stuff to talk about, uh, of course, otherwise we wouldn't be recording a podcast, which uh, we almost weren't because of a Discord outage, and that's what we used to record this show. But... What's everyone been playing this past week? Of course. One should take us away.
1: Shit, I forgot that's a, that's a section of the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to include it in the show notes.
1: Oh my God. Uh, uh, I uh, played Babylon's Fall, mainly. Because that came out uh, recently, and yeah, I'd like to review it. And I was waiting for it to come out since it was announced i like that company and the game the game they get the game is good and yeah everyone hates it why do people hate it i think i mean this was something i predicted after like playing the beta i think that because uh, one of the things they are trying to do the game is the they're making the art style like an oil paint painting that's basically anytime you take a screenshot or whatever it will look like an oil painting it, i mean it doesn't apply a render when you take the screenshot it just does the art style and everything looks like that uh, and and people don't like that I mean, it's easy to look at it and say, oh, that's, that's just bad graphics, like that's PS3 graphics or whatever. Like they won't look look into it. They won't see that the texture, the textures have specific looks, that the shadows, even the shadows that are cast by things, look, they are not solid. They look like they were painted. Uh, yeah. And that's like the first reaction that I saw. So many people have that the game just looks bad. And then there's like the expectation because Platinum Games is known for the action for their action games, and they don't they they don't want that. They want to make other games too. So this is like one of their tries to do basically a dungeon crawler with like like an action RPG where you pick your equipment, your weapons, and stuff, and you build your character, and you play with other people. And it's not... It still controls like a Platinum Games game. Like, it's super responsive, and there's some... Uh, like, attacking, dodging, all that stuff feels good. But there's also that... It's not as... there. There's also that other RPG stuff, and the fighting isn't as deep as Bayonetta, for example. So people are, say, "Oh, that game's shit." They don't want to. They don't want to look at it as what it's supposed to be. They want another Platinum Games game. <laughs> I went on a really long tangent here.
0: Well, you yeah, you were looking forward to the game, and people aren't as uh, as excited as you. I, I was actually looking at the game on the Steam Charts website earlier. It's getting about a thousand players a day
1: Mm -hmm.
0: at its peak, and uh, that's that's not too bad. There's a lot of games that are doing much, 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 much worse.
1: I guess it's just like again, it's uh, the most important that you yourself enjoy a game, and like I enjoy it a lot, but I just feel bad for the developers that they're not. That's their audience doesn't try to like look at it fairly or whatever they just uh need your, need your reaction or whatever- C- 'cause yeah i I've been there and it's uh yeah it's not nice to to just be dismissed right away
0: yeah, that's fair, Prince, what about you?
2: Um, crap, <laughs> uh, I forgot as I was, um, listening to Gores, to be honest, I'm, I'm really sorry you got to go through that with your, your game that you were looking forward to and that people are really being assholes about, to be honest. I'm sorry, Gores. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what did I play last week? Oh yeah, I remember what I played! Oh my gosh, part two of the, uh, the One Piece four kids video game saga. Um, this one was actually the first one, so I should have played it first, but I didn't because this time I played it with only one friend, uh, my friend Pablo, who actually sometimes listens to this podcast with his partner, Daniel. And that makes me happy, to be honest. I'm like, aw, thank you.
0: Hello, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: But, uh, I ended up, me and Pablo ended up, um, playing, he set it up on his computer for me, which I think is so sweet the one piece grand battle usa game which is actually one piece grand battle rush in europe and japan um but one piece grand battle usa is for the ps2 um and it's it's all redone to match four kids and it is a fighter game and it's actually amazing oh my god i've i love this game so much i ended up playing as sanji um hey, called?
1: it's a fighting game one Sorry. Piece
2: Grand Battle.
1: Okay, sorry, uh, sorry I interrupted you.
2: Oh, uh, no, don't worry about it. But um, I ended up playing as Sanji because, as I've mentioned before, I've always been a Sanji bitch in heart. I love Sanji, my favorite character of like all time. What they don't tell you in the USA version is he has this thing called Melorine mode, which he can't fight women, which is so in character. So I saw this coming. He's a really good fighter against you know male characters, but if you go up against like Robin or Nami, you're you're fucked. You're fucked. Uh, he gets dude. hard eyes. All his icons actually change, which I love. Took my entire power gauge for my special move and and wasted it on hard eyes and a noodle dance. I I was so upsetty spaghetti. Like you have no chance in hell against a female character, but he's really great against the male characters. <laughs> it's so in character, I fucking love it. Ha ah. Sorry. It's a good game.
0: It's <laughs> and great. it's fully
2: voice acted! By 4Kids! <laughs> That's the best part! <laughs> if so I if had the game. best
0: part is the voice acting, then it's not a very good game.
2: <laughs> well, no, it's the best part for me, just because like it's such a controversial thing to be honest in the first place Four kids and their dub of one piece is like literally like hated like hated hated oh my god it's amazing so yeah. it's like nice it's nice that they had video games and and oddly enough when you look at the ratings nowhere like most of the ratings never even mention the voice acting and they usually tend to like rate decently you know i think this one got like. It was a 70-ish, I believe. I can't remember. On Metacritic. I know one of them straight up had a 78, and I was like, that's high for a Game Boy Advance game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Game Boy Advance wasn't um, wasn't exactly bereft of decent titles.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, it's just... I guess it's, like, shocking to me, to be honest, because the... The One Piece I want to play the the GBA game actually really bad because it's it's only it's only in North America like this didn't go anywhere else and it was kind of made under the um table like Toei animation had no clue this was fucking going on um which I love I love when stuff like that happens it makes me really happy uh but 4Kids is like really sneaky about the way they make video games or I mean the way they do anything actually like That's why they owned Yu-Gi-Oh! for so long like they just straight up do not respect um, obligations that are not contractual which is terrible business practice but it made a killer Game Boy Advance game that was like purely original and fully connected to the 4Kids universe and I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) The ends justify the
2: means.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Myself I've been playing a game on the, uh, the Oculus Quest 2, or is it is it now called the Meta Quest?
2: Hate I hate that. I'm,
0: I'm not entirely sure, because if you go to Oculus.com, it has a Meta logo, but all the copyright stuff is saying Oculus, and the, the description of the Quest 2 is the Oculus. Ugh, it's a mess. Anyway, I've been playing this game for a preview that I'm writing uh, called a tentacular it's going to steam as well as the oculus store and you the the plot is basically you are 16 now it's your birthday so you've got to get a job and um oh by the way you are a giant squid
2: oh <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: and you've just learned that you were adopted by <laughs> your sister your human sister, and you you didn't put two and two together, it seems, but uh, because you're a giant squid, you can do things that normal humans can't, like uh, you can pick up giant um, uh, shipping containers and use power lines to catapult said shipping containers into uh, objects to knock them down, or... The, the part I've gotten to recently is uh, I've unlocked these. They've got this really long, complicated name. It's, it's like, but the abbreviated version is literally just magnet. So it's these devices, so. which they're, they're just magnets. <laughs> you connect uh-huh. them, uh, connect them to. Uh, they, they help you like build up metal bars and and uh, metal plates and equipment and stuff so you can build structures and um there at one point like a factory explodes and the low days magnets go everywhere so you've got to use these other devices to deactivate the magnets but because they're further these uh, magnets are further inland you have to uh, use the power lines some pa- nearby power lines to um, to catapult them over and 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 knock the knock the magnets out except where the ma- the um, power line starts it, you can't get an angle to the ones that are like behind you or to the right right of you so you have to disconnect them from where they are and stretch them over oh. somewhere else <laughs> it's, it's really quite quite uh, interesting puzzles isn't it
1: what what's the name again
0: tentacular as in tentacle but acula instead of all <laughs> <laughs> yeah as i said you're a giant squid the uh, with most vr games you uh, you're you see your hands when you're holding the controllers where this differs is you your tentacles are they stretch out about 30 centimeters about a foot in front of you so you're not the, the the things you're grabbing are not they're nowhere near your hand you're grabbing them at the end of your tentacles <laughs> so it really takes some getting used to getting the angle to to um to grab hold of stuff cuz of course your suction cups grab hold of stuff you're a giant squid
1: <laughs> when when you stop playing where you like where well, are my tentacles it <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty cool actually i mean you to get my vr headset
0: it's it's definitely something, I've, something I've been enjoying. I've not been playing very many games this past week, so it's it's been good to get into a preview of something that I'm quite enjoying. The preview should be on the site in the next couple of weeks, but
1: being forward to it.
0: If if I'm if I'm still flapping my tentacles around, I'm sure I'll talk about it next week on the podcast. <laughs> Something we talked about last week on the podcast was the it was Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and I mentioned that itch.io, the game storefront, digital game storefront, was putting together a bundle, and they have it went live on Monday as they uh, had suggested it would, which that that's good for them; (laughs) They, they hit their target. Uh, It's called the Bundle for Ukraine, and it has... swap windows... It has 991 items. These are games, soundtracks, uh, game assets, comics, books, um, tabletop RPGs, all stuff that you can uh, buy for real money on itch.io. With uh, previous bundles, they've given away. They've included uh, free stuff. With this one, they have not. The suggested a purchase price is ten dollars, but you can pay more than that. You cannot pay less. And so far, they have raised almost one and a half million dollars. And I believe their goal was one million. Their goal is now two million. Uh, if I rem- remember correctly, they did keep increasing the goal for the. Black Lives Matter uh, bundle, the uh, bundle for racial equality in 2020 that we talked about on this podcast, so it's certainly good that they're making money. The proceeds are going towards two charities, the International Medical Corps and Voices of Children. The first one is an international organization, the second one is a Ukrainian organization, it helps children cope with the horrors of war, PTSD, readjusting to school, and getting back to being kids. Uh, I'll include a link in the show notes, so please do consider buying it. It comes with a ton of great games. A ton of not great games. I mean, this, mm. <laughs> odds are there's something in here that isn't good. But, uh, well, at the top of the list, they've got Skatebird, Crosscode, Wondersong, hearts 2064 read only memories we'll uh, we'll circle back to this bundle towards the end of the episode we're going to uh, so, well give our recommendations of stuff that is in this bundle that uh, you should check out you going to say something goes no sorry no, it's fine I'm about I'm about finished
1: uh, i think uh, i'm high on sugar again Hmm. <laughs> oh, <'Cause I> <laughs> because I'm doing a thing before I think about it.
0: But while we're on the subject of Ukraine, uh, there, there's been a lot of game studios who have decided to show their support for Ukraine by either, well, by mainly no longer selling their games in, uh, in Russia. Uh, Epic Games, Activision Blizzard, uh, Microsoft, a ton of indie companies, and uh, there, there's loads of companies that have been donating uh, the the proceeds, the uh, profits of their games towards Ukraine. Uh, let's see, Pokemon International, or well, the Pokemon Company International, made a donation of two hundred thousand US dollars because Pokemon doesn't make much money, does it? <laughs> to um, provide hum- humanitarian relief. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's just uh, GameInformer.com posted a massive, massive list, which includes, for some reason, John Romero, <laughs> the co-creator of Doom 2. Uh, he's released a new level for Doom 2 and 100% of the revenue from it will go to the people of Ukraine. Who's buying a new level of Doom <laughs> 2 2021?
1: Cliff Cliff? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Surname?
0: That sounded about right to me.
1: Yeah, I think he's buying stuff like that. Seems like a hipster. <laughs>
0: uh, Unity, the uh, game engine, has uh, div- uh, has announced that they're going to give 100% of Unity's net revenue from sales of assets by Ukrainian publishers to go to relief efforts for the remainder of 2022. And they're also selling a Ukrainian mega bundle with 32 sets of assets donated um, from people around the world. And 100% of the proceeds are going to humanitarian charities. Let's see, uh, Ubisoft have released a statement, but, you know, they release statements all the time because, you know, (laughs) I mean, we've talked about them. So many times over the last 24 months. Uh, The Embracer Group, uh, the company that owns a lot of publishers, such as uh, Deep Silver, have uh, donated one million US dollars. And the group CEO, Lars Wingfurs, Wingfurs? is it going to match the donation? And of course, as many Ukrainian developers that have uh, well, made various announcements, like, uh, such as the developer of uh, Stalker 2, or, or is it 3? Yep. They announced that uh, because they're Ukrainian, they announced that, uh, that the game is delayed indefinitely. And I saw someone on Twitter say, why?
2: Oh, my god. <laughs> it's oh like, my god.
0: Read
1: the room. I I mean I what what's the fucking problem? Keep making the game. <laughs> <No. thing. laughs>
0: Maybe you need some voice actors. Just go outside and ask the Russian soldiers invading your hometown.
1: Seriously, like common sense. <laughs> common sense. Yeah,
0: some some people are just tone deaf. There are plenty of ways that you can uh you can provide your, well, show your support for Ukraine such as buying games from these developers and publishers that aren't selling them in uh, in Russia which is a fairly large market um, Okay, it's, it's a fairly large video game market for the grey market and resellers but, but still uh, Of course the main way you can show support is the bundle for Ukraine on itch.io which gets you some games DRM free no steam codes but what do you need steam codes for (laughs) other than the the steam deck i suppose
1: yeah if you like if you're concerned just about your steam collection and have like thousands of games people send you games all the time like filthy filthy games (laughs) yeah if you're that person that one person that that's single person in the world and you should be ashamed of yourself for not getting that bundle. <laughs> you know who you are!
0: <laughs> of course, if you cannot currently afford the bundle, we're not going to shame you for not being able to afford it. You've got to make sure that you can afford things you actually need before you support people who don't have things that they currently need. <laughs> it's Of course. Uh, but uh, so something that I uh, came across and wanted to briefly talk about that isn't related to Ukraine is that a, um, a veteran developer of the Vita, well, the the Vita scene, I suppose, so uh, homebrew market rather than indie or double A, has announced that they've managed to get frameworks of a Vita emulator running on the Nintendo Switch yeah. which it, it, if, if you have ever looked into using the Switch as an emulator you can basically emulate most systems on there up to and including the GameCube
1: Shit. Yeah,
0: it's, it's not easy to do the GameCube and I f- believe there are even a couple of Wii games that work, but mm. but um, th- things up to the N64 are perfectly playable by um, all accounts, so it's uh, certainly a jump to go from the N64 to the Vita, but they, this um, uh, Zerpy is the developer's online name, possibly their real name, I I don't know. I don't judge. Uh, they've said that it's a very early development phase, and the uh, only thing that they've got working or shown that they've got working is a. It's called a cube sample. It's a uh, homebrew thing that basically proves that something is running the uh, running the Vita operating system. So it's it's going to be. Quite a while before you can load in your Killzone mercenary (laughs) on the Switch. It's it's really showing that the Switch is definitely a emulation machine.
1: I mean, it increases its value, then, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. um, Until you know Nintendo decide that they're supporting their new thing and not the Switch, so you're not allowed to play any Switch games ever again.
1: Reggie needs to come back. I don't know. It seemed like it was better when there was Reggie. Reggie, I mean.
2: I mean, it's... Maybe. Because I feel like... I feel like... Like, he's definitely a personality like Reggie is. For sure. But I'm not actually sure if Nintendo was running any better. I think we all just genuinely like him more because he's a smiley guy who makes people feel happy. I, um... Fuck. I occasionally go to the Game Awards as a seat filler. Uh and I remember he one year he came on stage and people got so fucking hyped in the crowds, it was unreal. Like I think he makes people happy. But I'm not sure like Nintendo was necessarily doing like I'm not I don't know if he could actually change this. And I don't know, like I think he might be the reason we started in this direction a little bit. And I
1: don't I don't
0: people <laughs> like him. I think people prefer him because his last name isn't Bowser.
2: You know that that does help. Do you know how bad that looks? I mean, it also looks kind of good. It's kind of weird because it's like commitment to the bit, except for not really. <laughs> Fuck.
0: They were going to hire someone called with a, with a last name Peach, but at the last minute, this Bowser guy turns up.
2: <laughs> Stop! Oh my god.
1: What if it turns out that it's actually Jack Black method acting?
2: This whole time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm researching my role! That's not how Jack Black sounds at all. Oh my god. I... ding, ding ding! ding, ding. <laughs> uh, that's... That's Back. Jack Black.
2: I still can't believe we're getting an animated Mario movie, and, and none of those voices are right at all to me. Except for maybe... I feel like, like maybe Seth Rogen could be Donkey Kong, actually.
1: We need like to get he... the. Sorry.
2: No, you go. I'm just. I was just gonna say he he could do a good job. I feel
1: like. We need to get the one who the voiced the animated TV show Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> sang about uh, banana cream pie or whatever.
2: I remember that show. From such a long time ago, and they had like the DK rap, DK. Oh my God. Um, calm. Uh, On the
0: uh, back on the subject of this uh, Vitor on the Switch, I've uh, just been I don't know why browsing the comments on this uh, uh, article I posted up. Someone say uh, with the username "Good day to you," an incredible achievement catering only to Nintendo Switch owners no disrespect intended sounds like you intended some disrespect and also who else could this cater to it's about the switch
2: yeah i mean i think i think part of it is do we is there actually a um a pc like vita emulator i don't like i've never tried to emulate one because i actually own one so i could see if this person if there isn't one And this person is like, but we don't have one on PC. Like, I get why they're mad a little.
0: Okay, so Google, uh, well, binging for PC Vita emulator brings up several results, including an Vita 3K and experimental PS Vita emulator.
2: How good are they, though? Because I know, like, there's different levels of progress. Like, for a long time, the PS3 emulator was not something you'd even want to fuck with. And now it has the majority of the library, if not all of it. Right.
0: Okay. According to the compatibility list on the website, there are 58 playable games.
2: Oh, that's not a lot.
0: 82 only in game. 182 nothing. So you can't play, let's see, Age of Zombies, Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation.
1: I mean it took quite a while before they even started being able to emulate anything from PS3, so Yeah. It, I I imagine it must be difficult for whatever Sony put out.
0: Yeah, I imagine well the 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 piece that, that I linked to uh, on wallolol W O L O L O dot net. I do not know how to pronounce that. Uh, does go into the, the technical details uh, about why this uh, Vita emulator would work with the ARM7 based executables on the ARM8 processor. I have no idea what any of that means, <laughs> but there's probably some reason why it would work on the Switch right a lot easier than the uh, than it would on PC.
2: They might just be like similarly built in some sort of way on the inside. I don't know how consoles are built like I'm I'm stupid when it comes to that stuff, but like they might just have similar things going on inside. And that might be why it's so much easy to like emulate on that versus anything else.
1: It might be good. But while
0: we're waiting to play Vita games on our switches, uh, you know what you could play some games, some games in the bundle for Ukraine.
2: (laughs) No oops. No, just get the Vita. No! Get the bundle and the Vita.
0: It was a segue. (laughs) Come on, we're talking about (laughs) these games in this itch bundle. I mean, we're we're severely dating this episode, but
2: (laughs) it's for charity.
0: (laughs) It's for charity, I don't care.
2: I mean we we like there's a there's a date at the uh at the beginning of every episode so like it's <laughs> not like we aren't severely dating the episodes anyways
0: talking about that current week's news so yeah okay, there's a, the, you, there's a point there but <laughs> I figured our main to- topic could be which games in the itch bundle for Ukraine do you recommend uh, I assume you've had time to look at some of the 991 items there's so uh, I think there's 500-odd 500 games, 572 are marked as games. So is there something there that you would like to recommend to our listeners? Me? Both oh, of <laughs> you. Girls, you go first.
1: Uh, I, I mean it. M I N I T. I I enjoyed that game a lot. It's uh, like a top-down uh, adventure game. It's, uh, it has a union card style. And the, the thing is, you can play it for 60 seconds at a time. After 60 seconds, your character dies and starts from the start again. So you have 60 seconds to uh, complete some goal in the world, maybe get a power up that you need to uh, access some other area, and then you die. You can unlock some other checkpoints around the world uh where you respond there then but uh yeah that that's the concept i i enjoyed it a lot i uh, had it on android i think there's also an android version uh, and yeah I, I had a lot of fun played several times
0: okay uh prince do you have one
2: mm. Yeah, kind of. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I haven't played most of these games. I'll admit. Uh, a lot of them look really, really interesting, but I do know Super Hot is always good and um, usually costs around ten dollars. I'm pretty sure. I never actually look at the prices of games, but you know, <laughs> Super Hot's always good. So that right there kind of makes the bundle worth it. If even if you don't know these games, and Celeste is is pretty good also. I feel like there was something else that I saw, too, that I was like, oh, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Uh, For me, I would recommend Arcade Spirits. It got a 9 out of 10 when it was reviewed on GameGrid.com. And it's a romantic visual novel where you're working in a video game arcade called The Funplex.
2: I gotta play that. That's, like, so up my alley. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> and we uh, actually interviewed members of the development team on the Greencast.
2: Oh my god, what episode? I forgot. Oh no! You set up a whole episode plug and didn't know the episode
0: number. I, I, uh, it was 185.
2: <laughs>
1: Just watched all of them to be safe.
0: Yeah! Just listen to every episode, and then when you get to 185, you can you can leave a comment on this episode to switch you. Oh
2: my
1: gosh. You will get a free gift card.
0: <laughs> I noticed that one of the games in the bundle Fatum Betula is a game that in January got released on Xbox 1. It's been out since 2020 in on PC. But yes, it's a brand new Xbox game. And we gave it an eight point ten uh, 8 out of 10 on com. Yeah, there, there's lots of games on there. There's uh, Nina Aquila, Legal Eagle.
2: I uh, totally recommend Back to Bed. Sorry, I know this came out of nowhere, but I was looking through the list. I've played that. I played it on my PS3 specifically. Uh, no, wait, I played it on my PS4 while I was on PlayStation Now, so I emulated a PS3, but the point is is that's a fun fucking game like it's it's a hard puzzle game and people like i recommend that oh my god i didn't even realize i was in this list until now ah, it's so good sorry
0: <laughs> no, don't be sorry there uh, there's a lot of visual novels if you liked visual novels this is gonna well you might already own all these to be quite honest but <laughs> if you love them uh, There's one that was, um, really stood out to me as is, is something I want to try, Sophie's Safe-Cracking Simulator. It's a game where you learn how mechanical safe locks work, and then you try to crack safes. Uh-huh.
2: Guys.
1: <laughs>
0: if oh. if uh, breaking into locks in Skyrim is your favorite part of Skyrim, then you want to try Sophie's Safe-Cracking Simulator.
1: Oh. I'm getting that. And, uh, yeah, if, uh, if next week I'm not on the podcast, then cops, uh, got me after I tried to rob the bank.
2: No! <laughs> I
0: think it only works for smaller safes. I don't think it works for vaults. Nah. Yeah, there's, there's uh, 500 odd games. Make sure you check the link that's going to be in the show notes. And hopefully I remember to put it in there and I've not just lied to you all. The current to- total, of uh, well, when I mentioned earlier, it was about one and a half million. It is now over one and a half million.
2: Mm.
0: It was actually 1.4 something when I uh, said earlier. So it's gone up lots, lots of people buying this don't don't be one of the people who doesn't buy this
2: (laughs) no (laughs) i mean yeah actually yes but (laughs) this oh my gosh it's a good bundle though honestly like hio like even when i don't recognize the games in a bundle they have i've always been um shocked and pleasantly surprised by like what's in it i think Fuck. I think it was the Black Lives Matter bundle they did had Night in the Woods in it. And I ended up loving that game like insanely. Um, But there's always interesting shit like in the bundles. So they're always worth getting.
0: And uh, if you like art books, there's a Paradise Killer art book and a Curious Expedition art book. Those are always interesting for a look through. And as I mentioned earlier, there's assets. There's fonts and the top-down stuff and pixels and there's just literally just so much
1: <laughs> i just noticed that there are game assets and they look really good for game makers trying to trying to make your first game get that
0: i I did actually consider checking well looking through all of the tabletop rpgs and instead of covering the news in this episode just Going, it, r- running a campaign through one of these, sh- uh, obviously a shorter one, <laughs> but that would have uh, required a lot more prep time than um, th- than we usually have. <laughs> so uh, just go to itch.io, and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to find the bundle for Ukraine from there. Let me just double check if it's got a end date nine days as of time of recording, and. As I mentioned earlier, at the start, it's the 8th of March, right now.
2: That means we could talk about it on next week's podcast. Yay! Yes,
0: and talk about how it's gone over 5 million, possibly.
2: That would be so nice.
0: Just from our listeners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have so many.
2: (laughs) Congratulations to us.
1: (laughs) Do do, do we have many?
0: I, I... I don't have to answer
1: that. Oh, yeah. if, whether there's many or whether there's not many, I, I love you all. I mean, in a way.
2: You forgot to add the like, Ubu at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I don't know what that is. I think we've reached the end you of our know, podcast.
2: Like the
1: I'll, I'll research that later.
0: <laughs> okay, well, thanks for joining me, girls and Prince.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: And uh, thank you for listening to the Greencast, and uh, but yet, thank you for subscribing wherever you found this episode. You'll find more from us on GameGreen.com, finding us on social media, or listening to the PALS Anime Language Podcast. And until next time,
1: Game on.